Hi, this is episode 478 of the RV Podcast. And this week on episode 478, we are going to talk about our RV lifestyle predictions for 2024. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wendlin, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hello, my dear. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you as well, Mr. Mike. I think we made it up till about 1045 New Year's Eve, didn't we? Hey, late enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I remember we used to stay up all night long over there, but somehow it doesn't sound quite as much fun. Well, we weren't kept up because the new neighborhood that we're in, people weren't lighting off fireworks and uh, making a lot of noise, shooting guns and things. I heard somebody about 12.20. I woke up and I looked and it was 12.20. So somebody was shooting guns. but uh, Not like the old neighborhood. Not like the old neighborhood. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you have a comment or you have a question or something that you would uh, like to have your voice heard about, uh, on the podcast, just send us uh, an email. Our personal email is Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. And we hope everybody had a great Christmas and a pleasant new year. Uh, yeah, starting out this year, 2024. <laughs> Can you believe it? No. <laughs> I can't either. 2024. Hey, if you've been on a major highway or an interstate this week, you have seen a lot of RVs heading towards Florida, uh, to the south, or over to the southwest towards Arizona. And this is the time of year the main snowbirds migration takes place in thousands of RVers. You know, they're leaving this cold weather for the sunnier climates, and I can't blame them. It'd be nice to see the sun. Yeah. And those early uh, people, yeah. a lot of them, they usually start even sometimes at Halloween. Yeah. Uh, right about Halloween, I think Thanksgiving it's the first, for first sure. wave, but this is the... In fact, I'd hate to be trying to find an overnight spot oh. along I-75 headed towards Florida. That's the main route from the north into Florida, uh, you know, for the next uh, week or so, because there's going to be a lot of people out there. Yes. Good so, weather, too. So they're yeah. really getting a good Oh, start. that's such a blessing not to have storms to have to deal with. So if you're looking for a harvest host or a cracker barrel or someplace to park overnight, plan on arriving early so that you can get in there. Yeah, they uh, they fill up uh, pretty pretty too, pretty soon as well. Uh, anyway, have fun down there. It's going to be nice weather. I hope you guys, uh, we haven't had any snow up in the Midwest at all to speak of mm -hmm. at all. Well, we have been very, very busy over the uh, the Christmas and New Year's break. Um, a couple of things. One, we have two, not one, but two new books that are going to be coming out. And we're going to have a, um, a book party, a book release party. We're going to give some copies away on um, our uh, new RV Lifestyle community group that we're going to tell you about. Uh, we have been so busy with that. But that's coming up, I think, on the 9th of January. Uh, we're going to release these two books. Uh, won't tell you. I'll tell you a little bit next week about what they're about. But we're really excited about it. We've never done two books at once. I think we need to have a book signing someplace really wonderfully warm and fantastic. Yeah, except it's an e-book. So how are we going to oh. sign them? I oh, think that's we could true. Just send them a picture or something. Sign their hat. <laughs> I guess we could do an e-book signing because <laughs> we'll just do it online. Uh, but, I was hoping maybe we could go someplace fantastic well we can we can that's the beauty of the rv lifestyle that's so. true 
Uh, in fact, we're planning to hit the road pretty soon, but we'll tell you more about that uh, uh, in the next uh, week or so. But uh, what we have really been busy with, besides getting these uh, books out uh, and ready to go, remember, January 9th is the RV Lifestyle Community. Now, I said we're going to have a book signing, a, a book party, a book <laughs> release party on uh, the RV Lifestyle Community. Well, what's that all about? Well, the RV Lifestyle Community is a brand new uh, social media type community that we have formed off of Facebook. Now, many of you know that we have a big Facebook page with like 400,000 likes. We have a Facebook group with uh, pushing now 280,000 members. But we have started this new group off of Facebook. And uh, I, I've still got letters people, well, how come are you going to shut down the Facebook group? No, we won't do that. We will keep the Facebook group going. But I think we can say that Facebook has been an incredible amount of work for us and our entire RV Lifestyle team. You have no idea how much work it is. I think people would be amazed. And if, if you just want to think about it for a minute, how many times have you gone on Facebook and said, wow, people are mean, nasty? Somebody, you know, particularly newbies that would, you know, they're asking a question and, um, there's just so much nastiness stuff. And there's a lot of people helping. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want to minimize it. Most of the people on Facebook are great. Mm -hmm. But because I think it's the nature of Facebook, there's just so much more drama and nastiness. And it creates, we have a team of something like, I think, eight uh, moderators. And we have to have shifts almost 24 hours a day because for the smallest thing, a, a post will blow up and people will be yelling and swearing and, and just... At, at you know, just nasty, and it's it's kind of frustrating for all of us because we want this our our any community that we're part of we want to be friendly like our viewers are, so um, we started this new group and we started it just last month and we just hit five thousand members which is phenomenal, and and uh, I would say the one word description of that group friendly. Yes, and helpful, and uh, building friendships, answering private conversations, troubleshooting tips, uh, sharing tips, and uh, decorating ideas, uh, finding places to go and stay, uh, so much more. Now, it's an alternative to our Facebook group. And like I said, we're not going to shut the Facebook group down. Uh, and we're not telling you uh, anything you already don't know when we say that Facebook and most of the big tech social media out there um, can get pretty nasty. I think what amazes me more than anything is which other people don't realize, you know, I mean, it blows me away how many scammers are that yeah. are trying to get in there to promote something or porn or just inappropriate. They see this large group of people and they want to make money off from it. So anyway, we started this new group. And uh, for those who have had it with the nastiness, you know, there's other Facebook issues. I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't know. There's privacy issues. Facebook takes every single bit of your personal data that they can get away with getting, you know, legally, and they repurpose it and sell it. Um, there are uh, all sorts of issues about this algorithm Facebook has. Uh, if you if you use a certain word, like like the word ugly. Like, uh, hey, I've got an ugly looking awning on my RV. How do I clean it? Facebook will delete that post because ugly is considered hate speech. 
no, come on, there's no context there at all. And it drives people nuts. And then people yell at my poor moderators and the moderators say, we didn't do anything, you know? And Facebook just does all of that stuff. Another thing they do, and this is something that frustrates us all. How many times have you said, hey, Mike, I saw this great post on Facebook. Go look at something or other. Mm -hmm. And? And it's gone. You can't find it again. You know, they only show. So so we have like 280,000 members, say, on our Facebook group. So I think maybe a thousand people. If you post something, maybe a thousand people see it. And I don't even know if that's accurate. It might be much less than that. But they disappear. When you go back to try, you've seen that. You go back to try and find, you can't find it. So we've gotten really fed up with it. And that's why we started this new group. And the new group does all sorts of other things. We've got all these categories and it's by our viewers. Oh, I didn't tell them about AI and Facebook. Oh, AI is scary. Facebook is going nuts with AI. They just sent us a note and said, hey, if somebody asked a question on your RV lifestyle group and it's not answered in what we think is satisfactory within an hour, we'll answer it. <laughs> Facebook doesn't know anything about RVing. Their AI goes and gathers everything they can and they try and come up with it. But I'm not going to let them do that if I can get away with not letting them. So anyway, um, we'll keep the Facebook group for those of you who love Facebook and we'll still be there and we'll help out and our moderators will still be working. But we started the new group. Please come and join it. Community.rvlifestyle.com. You'll see right away. It is different. So much easier. So much nicer. You know, I just it just amazes me that Facebook would use artificial intelligence to answer a question because somebody's asking something on the RV lifestyle group. And they're answering it. And the people think that we're answering it. And, and you know, I don't know where they're going with that, but certainly we'll see more of it. But that just isn't right. So come over and see it. The, the, one of the things we love about this is that we can do really fun live streams. We've done several of them already where you can interact with us. Now, we've done live streams on Facebook and YouTube and all of that. But um, this is just much more interactive, much faster, much, much more fun. We can bring people on the program real easily. Uh, and the, we're going to do one this week. Um, if you're watching this, this is being released on the 3rd of January, 2024. On January 4th, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have Kristen Cherie of the Mobile Internet Recess Resource Center, as well as Eric McCauley of Mobile Must Have. He's the CEO of this uh, this company that uh, um, you'll be hearing about in a couple of minutes here. They're a new sponsor, but they'll be on the, and we're going to talk about new internet trends for RVers in 2024 and just come to the group community.rvlifestyle.com and then next week the week after on the 9th we're doing our book release party and i got to warn everybody now you said you can bring people on so make sure your hair is right and you're dressed in a way that you want everybody to see you yeah i went to bring some people on uh we did one a new year's eve eve party and <laughs> i'm in my pajamas <laughs> so, okay i won't bring you on so but anyway, just come and check it out. We've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, and people are so nice and so helpful. And it's the way you want an RV social media group to be. Um, just turn 5,000 members and um, go to community.rvlifestyle.com. I got to remember once you were doing something live, we were bringing people on and we had one couple on and then we left them and then you went back to them without giving them an announcement and they were kissing. Yes. <laughs> We did that. They were. Who was that? And we oh. ran into. They came to one of our rallies, and we 
teased them unmercifully. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we came back. They they thought they went off and they were staying There could be the worse camera. things, but I mean, I think it's him. nice. Hey, what are you guys doing? Get a room. <laughs> you were invading their home, but <laughs> no, they came on. You know, they, yeah. Um, all right, uh, we have talked a lot about it. social media. Is whether good, bad, or indifferent, it certainly is the place where you can get a pulse, the pulse of what's going on in the RV community. Uh, heading up that team of moderators I told you about and keeping track of uh, all of our social media buzz is uh, Wendy Boyer. She's our uh, our uh, social media coordinator, and here's what's happening in the RV social media buzz this week. Hi, everybody, and Happy New Year. First, I'd like to talk a little bit about our RV Lifestyle Facebook group. We had a post on there from Rob, who showed an upgrade he made to his Blackstone grill. Rob said he was tired of his omelets just running off the grill because of an unlevel campsite. So he came up with this invention, basically. He, he got these little stabilizers, kind of like legs, put them on his grill, showed a picture of what he did, and put it on the group. Well, by the hundreds and hundreds of times this idea was shared and commented on, it really took off. We had so many people saying, brilliant, genius, I just ordered some for myself. Uh, it was a great tip, and I want to say thank you, Rob, for sharing that. And next, over in the RV Lifestyle Facebook group, I'd like to tell you about a post from Michael. Michael said he'd been reading the group for a while, and he noticed that people kept recommending that RVers stay off the interstates. And he said, you know, what's wrong with the interstates? Why, why are you guys saying this? And this was a great conversation. Um, now, there were more than 550 comments, and some people said interstates are fine, they're great, stay on them. But by far, the majority said it's not their first choice. For some, it's because there are a lot of trucks on those um, you know, interstates, and so navigating them in your RV can be a headache. For others, there were just the issues of people speeding and tons of traffic and then lots of accidents that go with that. Um, just people were in a big hurry, and sometimes you know, that's just not the type of environment you want to be in when you're pulling. And others said, you know, the interstates are just plain boring. And my favorite comment was from Monty. He said, if all you do is travel the interstate, you're going to miss most of what makes this country so interesting. The object is not just getting from point to point, but it's exploring what is out there. And I couldn't agree more. And then next, I'd like to talk to you about our very friendly and growing RV lifestyle community. We have so many new people discovering us every day, posting pictures of themselves, talking about their camping style, describing what they camp in. It's been great. Um, and we have also some really good conversations coming up. There's one in the category Boondocking by David I would love to share with you. Um, David wrote, we want to get more into boondocking, especially when we go out west, but we're concerned about leaving our travel trailer to go somewhere in our truck to explore. Do you not leave your site until you're ready to move on? What do you do to protect your belongings? This was an excellent question, and there were so many helpful tips David was given. A few highlights are uh, one from Tina. She said she likes to boondock in Arizona and New Mexico. And so what they do is when they're heading out is they put their chairs and their grill inside their travel trailer, lock it up, and they also lock the tongue. They take off, come back, never had a problem. And Steve said basically the same thing. He likes to boondock in Southern California in the desert or Sierra Lake Tahoe forests. They also lock everything inside their trailer when they head out, and then when they come back, um, 
it's there. They've never had a problem. They just lock things up. Lots of people gave that advice. And one of my favorite comments was from Johnny. He said, you know, thieves tend to be lazy and opportunistic. So if you're in a hard to get spot in the middle of nowhere and everything's locked up, chances are you'll be fine. And that's it for me this week. I'm Wendy Boyer, and I'll see you over in our RV Lifestyle community or Facebook group. All right, lots of good tips. Uh, and, and you can see that new community, community.rvlifestyle.com is taken off. We, it's really fun. I'm on it all day long. Even when I'm working, you know, I got one of my computer monitors up and I'll, I'll answer. And, and you have this, we can chat with people too. If you see somebody on and you want to chat with them, it'll do a private chat. And you can turn that off if you don't want it. But uh, I'm always on. When I'm on, I leave the chat on. I love seeing who's on. There's always something to learn when we have Wendy on. Like, so far we haven't experienced this on even grill, trying, trying to grill food and having food falling off. But uh, great idea on how to have that not happen. Yeah. Thanks, Wendy, for uh, the social media buzz. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, the uh, RV predictions, what we think the RV lifestyle is going to look like in 2024. But first, I want to welcome a brand new sponsor to the program, and it's called Mobile Must Have. And Mobile Must Have is a website started by RVers for RVers, and it's dedicated to providing kind of mobile lifestyle solutions for products and services that are needed by RVers. Uh, now, we're customers ourselves. Uh, they just came on as a sponsor starting this week, but we've been a customer since uh, late last summer when we installed their uh, ultimate road warrior mobile internet system. And uh, it's, it's, it's made it just a breeze for us to be able to connect to the internet almost any place we are at any time with high speed. We're able to send our videos and our podcasts. Um, but we should tell, out, tell everybody that... Um, they have different solutions. There's no one solution for everybody. And when you go to their website, uh, you can uh, book a phone call and have a consult with one of their experts who will help you find what's best for you. Whether it's uh, just something that you need that's a little better than and more reliable than your cell phone, uh, maybe you're a, a weekend or a holiday vacationer and you want to be able to stream movies and have good, reliable internet. You know what it's like in the campground. Campground Wi-Fi is pretty bad. Uh, or maybe you're a full-timer and you want to have something that you can do your remote work with reliably and with high speeds in the road. They've got solutions from everything. They have um, the industry's top-rated PepLink routers. Uh, they have antennas, they have um, wiring and cable solutions for Starlink uh, internet satellite systems. They've got uh, uh, multiple carrier satellite or cellular data solutions and packages that will fit any budget. Um, and one of the nice things is that if you use the promo code RV Lifestyle 10, you can take 10% off whatever you end up buying from them. Uh, the easiest way to is just go to their website and um, it's a special site that you'll get just for those who are watching the RV Lifestyle. So uh, go to RVLifestyle.com slash mobile must have all one word mobile must have RVLifestyle.com slash mobile must have. And again, just get a free call. Uh, find out what's available. It's not just Internet that they sell. They have water filtration systems. Uh, 
electric surge protectors, uh, really reliable RV uh, tire pressure monitoring systems, much, much more. Uh, check them out. And again, you get a 10% discount. Uh, you got to use the code uh, RV Lifestyle 10 or go to this site, rvlifestyle.com slash mobile must have. Welcome to the, the podcast, Mobile Must Have. We're glad to have you on. It's a product we use and we can rec recommend and we're glad to have you as a sponsor. All right. Now, you ready for our RV predictions for 2024? We're looking into the crystal ball. All right. So, Mr. Mike, let's hear the first one. All right. And I know I'm going to make people mad with this one, but I'm going to do it anyway. RV EVs. Electric vehicles, electric vehicle RVs, RV EVs, more sizzle than substance. Now, I tell you that because in just about about two weeks, the Florida RV Super Show will open. And I guarantee you are going to hear a lot about RV EVs. Now, there'll be a lot of very naive, young, quote, RV influencers who will listen to these companies, a couple of companies with their big press, oh, the RV EV is here and all that stuff. Folks, it's not. Yes, it, it's here. Uh, they'll get a lot of splashy coverage. Uh, and then that will be pretty much it until next year when they'll try and hype everybody on it once again. Like EV automobiles and trucks and cars, there's just not a lot of consumer public interest in getting an EV RV. Not yet, not by RVers. And, and I'm stressing the word yet. I'm not saying that this won't ever work out, but everybody loves the idea of an EV. But the reality is the, the infrastructure is not there. Most of our campgrounds in this country, and I know they're trying to upgrade campgrounds and I applaud campground owners doing that, but most of the campgrounds can barely deliver reliable 50 or 30 amp service, let alone invest in having chargers put in for these uh, RV EVs. That's a long time out before that really starts. Uh, now there are a couple of, 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 of um, pretty innovative campgrounds that have actually put in superchargers. They've had a couple of those in, but they're, they're minuscule. So um, while there are some proof of concept prototypes that you'll hear about at the uh, Tampa RV show, uh, the reality is you can't go very far between charging. They really can't tow very much without even cutting into that, that uh, distance they can go between charging even more drastically. Someday, yes, there will be viable EV RVs, just as, as we'll see the public eventually. They're going to be forced to in the public for cars and trucks. But RV RVs are RV EVs, um, more sizzle than substance. Uh, nice idea, but um, some distance away. All right, that's prediction one. Okay, and prediction two, that gas prices will be down or stable for most of this year. And um, as inflation eases and the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, kind of goes off into the sunset, into the background. Uh, Gas Buddy app, they're predicting that pump prices nationally, they're going to drop an average from about 351, which was all of 2023, to 338 in 2024. And that's going to reduce household spending on gas by about 2%. And then we think 
another reason prices won't go crazy this year is because it's an election year and the administration will do everything it can to keep fuel costs as low as possible. And high prices are always a hot issue button and the pressure's gonna be on the big oil companies to do all they can not to raise prices. There will be fluctuations. In a normal year, gas prices follow a seasonal cycle. We all know that. Bottoming out in the depths of winter when people drive less and rising steadily throughout the spring and summer when temperatures are warm, days are long, and people drive more. And then, of course, you throw in the catastrophic events or world crises that could change all this, too. But based on what we've been seeing so far, our predictions are that prices will be down or stable for most of the year. And we think that's good news. Yes, it is good good news. Um, All right, number three in our 2024 RV predictions, not good news. Campground vacancies, they're going to be harder to find in 24. The demand of camping shows no signs of easing, uh, and it is as strong now as it has been the past few years. And let's face it, to get a spot at the height of season or on holidays or in very popular areas, it's going to take uh, reservations made long in advance. And they're going to cost more. They're going to cost more because of this trend that has swept the campground industry called dynamic pricing. Now, you're not going to like this, uh, but it's the same basic thing that you find in hotels, Um, you know, restaurants have it. Uh, And the concept is even in airlines have had it for a long time when there's a lot of demand for to go to a certain place, the prices go up. The closer you get to the travel time, the prices go up. Well, campgrounds uh, through some very aggressive marketing are buying into this software package that will do dynamic pricing. And, you know, it makes sense. So it's going to work. It'll adjust the nightly camping rates based on demand and the things that people want and time. So if all of the spots are booked for a particular weekend, the campgrounds booking software is going to look at whatever's left and up the price on those because they know there's a strong demand and that people will pay whatever they want, you know, whatever they, they ask. If it's a holiday weekend, the prices will go up. The, the software can get really sophisticated if most of the 50 amp sites in this in a campground are all booked, then those remaining 50 amp sites, the software will say, you know, they'll go up to a hefty price. Now, conversely, I suppose if the weather was going to be really bad a weekend and they were getting a lot of cancellations, they could drop the price. But we seldom hear of that happening, do we? I don't think that's going to happen. Dynamic pricing is sweeping the industry and it will make campgrounds more money. Uh, just as it does in other segments of the hospitality industry, hotels and airlines. Uh, campers, of course, they don't like it. But for lots and lots of campgrounds, profit always takes precedence over people. And unfortunately, that's just the reality of uh, living in a consumer economy. Okay, now my next one is boondocking spots are going to be harder to find, too, because those people who can't get a campground reservation will be taking up boondocking. Mm. We've sure seen this, and we know from the emails we get and campfire conversations we have, you're seeing it too. Boondocking spots in a national or state forest that you have always had yourself. How many times have you gotten there and they're filled? And uh, you just can't get what you used to get, or you're going to have neighbors so close that you feel like you're in a campground. 
And one reason is across the country, dispersed camping areas are being shut down because they've been trashed by inconsiderate campers or in many places have become homeless encampments. Mm. We have been hearing of this happening with increased frequency. So uh, we went to one boondocking spot we knew of in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan a while back, only to find it chained off and the DNR shut it down for the season early because of litter and trash. Yeah, uh, that's a tough one, but that's the reality too. Mm -hmm. I think then um, the next prediction is um, private RV land ownership. Uh, it's going to rapidly increase in popularity. It's been building for a couple of years, uh, primarily because of the previous two reasons we talked about. I mean, a lot of RVers, I think, are going to do what Jennifer and I did. We bought a piece of property a little over two years ago, and we made it our own private RV retreat. And uh, uh, it's five acres in middle Tennessee. In fact, we're going there in just a, a week or so, we hope. We've put in hookups. We've put in a driveway, gates. Just added this uh, past month a concrete pad to hold our fifth wheel. Um, we know that we can use that property for as long as we want, and we can stay there as long as we want. And I think that that is a really uh, important trend, and I think that we're going to uh, see that increase. The problem is, is finding land that RVers can use and use indefinitely because a lot of places have land available, but they have all these buildings. You got to build within two years. You got to do this or that. Uh, there's not a lot of unrestricted land like we found in Tennessee. Uh, there, you'll hear in a minute in the commercial that there's a company, the, the same one we bought has started another one not far away. We know of some in Arizona. I think there's one that we will be announcing this year in Florida, but this is a trend I think that just makes a lot of sense. We're hearing a lot of people buying lots. You can also buy a, a permanent spot in many RV resorts around the country. That's an important trend. Uh, and it's, it's just nice to know that we always do have a spot in an area that we like. And I think, you know, like with our community group, people are going to get to know each other and they're going to be, feel comfortable with each other. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the future people trade spots with each other. You can use my land, I'll use your land. I expect that in the future. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we're going to, in fact, we should do a story when we go down. We'll introduce you to some of our neighbors down there. And and you can see what kind of a community is formed about that. You know, they're all campfire buddies. I noticed on New Year's, they were having people over a campfire to celebrate New Year's. And a lot of them have, have moved in in their RVs full time or they're, some have built stuff. It's uh, it's it's pretty fun. And we'll have a. Uh, We'll have we'll do a, re, a report on it. All right, those are our predictions for 2024. What, what do you think? I mean, are we wrong? Do you think we missed some that you should talk that you have some predictions? We'd like to hear them. Just uh, use our private email, Mike and Jen at rvlifestyle.com. We would like to uh, to get a hold of you. All right, that is uh, the uh, predictions. When we come back, we've got RV news to report. So stay with us. There is a new development coming on the market for RVers in Tennessee. It's built by the same company we bought our land from. We just went to look at it and it is amazing. Mountaintop property, great views, big woods and trails close to the Buffalo River like our property. Gorgeous countryside. It's only a few minutes from the Natchez Trace Parkway and an easy drive to Nashville. These are big properties, five acres and up, and the prices are great. There's even financing. 
we are really happy with our property. These guys do a great job. It's hard to find acreage where you can have an RV full-time, especially in popular destination spots. This is your property, your way. There's electric and high-speed fiber optic internet. No more crowded parks or reservations. You can stay as long as you want. Go to rvlands.net. That's rvlands.net. Welcome back. Time now for the RV news of the week. Okay. Have you been following the story of those massive waves that have been battering the California coastline? Four RVs were swept into the Pacific Ocean at California's Ocean Recreation Area last week after unusual high tide sent waves crashing into this very popular camping area. And a family with a toddler had to be rescued after being stranded in their truck. Thankfully, nobody was any, in any of those four RVs when the tide hit. The moment was captured on video. I don't think you can do anything without it being captured no. on video and going viral, something like that. So the Ocean Vehicle Recreation Area is the only California state park that you can drive your vehicle on the beach and camp. Boy, I hope they don't change that. The park sits on about five and a half acres of sand dunes and is popular among off-road fans, though you can also bring your RV out. And California has also been experiencing unusual high surfs this last week and over the weekend. That's expected to be back to normal by the end of this week. Yeah, I saw pictures of those rogue waves sweeping people around. So looks like people are having fun, the surfers. Yeah, some of them got hurt, though, by those waves. The surfers liked it. Uh, hey, here's a story uh, warning about winter driving and the dangers of black ice on the roadway. And a Michigan couple uh, were on their way to uh, compete from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan to uh, South. Uh, they were on their way, I think, to Wyoming for a dog sled race. They're dog sledders. And they hit a patch of black ice in South Dakota along I-90 last week. Uh, they lost control. Their fifth wheel literally blew apart. Uh, the walls came off uh, and inside 29 dogs, their 29 dog sled team. You can imagine how their hearts sank. The, the guy said, I saw in an interview, he said, everything was just flat. Everything just fell apart all over the road. The the dogs were in two by four boxes and that saved them. Uh, almost all the boxes held together in the crash, even when the fifth wheels uh, walls did not. Uh, five of their dogs did get loose, uh, but there was a lot of snow on the ground. And so they were able to, to track their footprints. Uh, people in the nearby town came out and helped. And the last account we got, they uh, got all but one back and they kind of knew where that one was and they were setting a trap and that one was still spooked from the crash, but they expected to get them all back. So good news that the dog, sad news on the fifth wheel and an, a, a, a real vivid reminder about the dangers of black ice. And doesn't that make you wonder who made those boxes that the dogs were in? Uh, I, I mean, because they're so strong and durable and the poor fifth wheel. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you have to forgive me how my mind works. <laughs> well, you do. We all should drive around in one of those, maybe. <laughs> and then, uh, speaking of accidents, a couple and their cat who were driving in New York's Catskill area became trapped in their motorhome when it caught on fire while they were driving down the highway. That sounds mm. pretty scary. The couple pulled over as the, as the flames and smoke were overwhelming them, but uh, they pulled over and they parked too close to the guardrail. 
You wouldn't normally think of that, so make a mental note. you got to pull over. Don't get too close to the guardrail. They couldn't open their door to escape. And uh, thankfully, a New York State police trooper and an on-duty Amtrak detective saw the accident, stopped, and were able to rescue the couple and their cat. And the man had bloodied his hand trying to break out, and both were taken to the hospital for smoke inhalation. And the motor home was a complete loss. And I know there is a special key that you can buy, but I don't think you'd have time to think to open the glove compartment or some compartment that will break glass, because you cannot break glass on a window. We always used to carry we around. Still do. We still do yeah. something that you can punch out the glass. Because in Michigan and I'm sure other states as well, people driving into lakes, rivers, and you can't open those doors. So, along with your tick remover, have something to to break a glass window just in case. But I wouldn't have thought of that. That you know, you because you see smoke. Oh my gosh, you got to pull off the road and yeah. you pull off the road and then. You know how the door of the RV opens and you can't open it because you're too close to the guardrail. That's very scary. Uh, I'm glad the couple's okay. Uh, like Jen and the said, cat. And the cats are okay. Uh, the RV, uh, a total a total loss. And thank you for those two heroes. Yeah, they, they got them out. Hey, if you're planning a camping trip to one of North Carolina's state parks this year, you're going to find... Uh, a little change this is a good change every campground will soon have the same check-in and check-out times and that ends the confusions that they had in that state uh, those check-in times had been varying from park to park everybody was different starting june 15th everybody will have to be out of the campsite by noon uh, and the earliest you can check in to your new site is three o'clock uh, and previously i said uh, every park had its own time and some of those check-ins were later in the day uh, and the campers are complaining that they had to set up camp in the dark during the winter months, and it was just a crazy time. So, uh, good deal. They're going to standardize those times. All right, we got two RV questions of the week, and we'll be bringing you those right after this. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the RV questions of the week. And just a reminder, you can send us those questions anytime. Just use our personal email, which is Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. Hey, our first question. We just bought a Thor 4 Winds Class C 24 foot. Is it safe to carry a five gallon gas container in our RV? The container is specifically made for carrying gasoline. We would secure it in the outside storage container and this is from tom well, tom carrying a gasoline container inside your rv even in a storage compartment 
is as dangerous as it can get. Now, we just had a story about a fire. I don't know what caused that fire, but um, fire in a motorhome is, you know, they, they go up like that. So any kind of a fire is serious. And um, with the various ignition sources in a RV, um, gasolines inherently uh, leak fumes when you have them, even, you know, you think you got them all sealed out. Uh, you're asking for a tragedy for yourself and your family. So do not carry gasoline, even in the outside storage compartments of your RV. You know, the flooring and the walls are like an inch thick. So, you, you know, it's just it's just not a good idea. All right. Um, another question. This was from uh, came to us from our new RV lifestyle community. You want to read that one? Okay. Our second question starts off with Happy New Year. I was wondering how the RV show in Fort Myers compares to the show in Tampa. Fort Myers is at the Jet Blue Center a week or two after Tampa. Mainly wondering if there are as many RV dealers at the Fort Myers. What do you think? No. Not even by a, <laughs> not by a long shot. Uh, oh gosh, there's just a, a dealer or two at Fort Myers that is showing stuff. Whereas in Tampa, every major RV manufacturer and most me major dealers in the region are there. I, I would say Tampa if is the largest RV show in the country, a second maybe only or equal to Hershey. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, it's, it's just no comparison. So if you want to see a lot of RVs, I mean, go to the Fort Myers if you're there. That's always fun, but it's it's not a major show by any stretch of the imagination compared to Tampa. I mean, Tampa is no comparison. Huge, yeah. All right, uh, all right. Just another reminder that we're inviting you to join our new RV lifestyle community. Just go to community.rvlifestyle.com. And we'd love to have you guys join us there. Uh, again, uh, this Thursday night on the RV Lifestyle Community at 7 o'clock, we're going to be doing a live stream on the latest internet technology for RVers. And our special guests are the top experts in internet technology. Uh, Chris and Cherie of the Mobile Internet Resource Center and Eric McCauley, the CEO of Mobile Must Have. Uh, between these uh, these folks, um, no one knows more about uh, what the latest trends are. Uh, they'll answer your questions live, and you'll find that at the new community.rvlifestyle.com, 7 p.m. on Thursday, January 4th. Till then, or till next week on the podcast, we're Mike and Jen. Thank you guys so much for watching. Happy trails.